0: From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. (music) Hello and welcome to The Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for October seventh, two 2009. From Orlando, Florida, I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined by my good friends, Teresa Eccles, Julie Martin, Corey Martin, Kevin Close, and John Magi. Back in the peanut gallery is Walter Eccles, along with little baby Ferris. Yay! Uh, In this week's show, Teresa Eccles will tell us about Halloween Spooktacular at SeaWorld. And we also have a very long overdue installment of Forum Watch this week. We haven't done that in quite a while. All that, plus this week's news, weather, and roundtable rapid fire on this edition of The Diz Unplugged. Welcome to the show, everybody. Um... We have a couple of things in housekeeping. First and foremost, I want to make sure because I, I haven't mentioned this since I've been back. Um, Ferris's Funky Bunch Buddy Walk is taking place on October seventeenth. This is a fundraiser for the Down Syndrome Association of Central Florida, and amazingly, we have raised nearly just just a smidge under five thousand dollars. Yeah, incredible.
1: The, the original goal was twenty. Year, yeah.
0: The original goal was twenty five hundred. And uh, we've we've doubled that, which is fantastic. That's awesome. So, if you are going to be in Orlando on the seventeenth, we would absolutely love to have you join us. Um, and uh, we'll have some details uh, on the site. We'll have a link from the show notes page, podcast dot dot com. Are you walking? Yes. Wow. Absolutely.
2: Does Barris have little walking shoes? He does, but he yeah. won't be walking. Oh well. <laughs>
3: to be cute, I'll probably <laughs> carry
4: him in the Bjorn. Or okay. something. Yeah. yeah, the uh, just want to let people know the last day to donate is um, October 9th for it to count towards this. Okay, party that's walk. this Friday. Yeah, yeah, that's this Friday. Then you have to so. donate to
3: walk, right?
2: No, you don't have to donate to walk. You just have to let okay.
4: us know quickly right. because we're getting, getting shirts, shirts made. And yeah. We already submitted. The we actually
2: had already set a deadline for people to join us, <laughs> and I've had a few latecomers say, "Oh, we're going to be able to make it," and we don't want people to not have a shirt, right. you know, because we're a team and we want everybody to. How make.
0: many? Did you know how many people we have right
2: now? Thirty-one.
0: Thirty-one people. Wow. Cool.
2: And that's really including cool. us.
5: Yeah. Let's tell them we're going.
2: <laughs> You're not getting a shirt. No. Uh,
5: uh, 31, they won't know if we're there or not. <laughs> we'll, we'll
0: get there. you those little scooters. You can go around the scooters.
2: Yeah, it is a mile walk for those of you who are coming with us. I told most of you. That's so doable. be sure to wear comfortable shoes. Don't wear flip-flops.
3: Well, yeah, am I in 31 or am I 32?
2: Did you, you didn't tell me that you were coming. Oh. 32. Yeah, well, you
0: 32. got to actually sign up for this stuff, Teresa. Okay,
3: 32. I mean. <laughs>
2: You Are you me. doing this just for
3: clothes? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah.
0: We free free t-shirt. t-shirt. I want the T-shirt. I'll walk a mile for a T-shirt.
2: Yeah, I'll give you, I'll give you details after okay. if you want. Thank you.
0: All right. The other thing I want to mention is uh, we've, I've been getting some emails about the uh, Podcast Cruise 1.5, uh, the Universal World Caribbean Podcast Cruise that we've been talking about. Uh, I have to tell you, it's been uh, very difficult uh, making these arrangements so far. And uh, while I'm not saying it's not going to happen, I'm saying it ain't looking good. So I just wanted to keep you posted on it. Um, it's just become way too difficult to try and get these folks to work with us. Apparently, they must be doing really, really, really well um, and have a lot of business that they have to turn away because this could be a huge uh, a huge boon for them. And they don't really seem all that interested in our business. So, Is this um, Royal Caribbean? Royal Caribbean and Universal. i got to say Universal, three emails uh, to their group's department uh, unreturned.
6: I'm not sure Royal Caribbean's doing all that great either. They're having a big, great, big sale today. Yeah,
0: you know it's, and this is. I think. no, I'm. I'm not going to go off on a rant about it, but um, this is where we're at. This is. This is the issue. Um, I've given up making any phone calls or any emails. If they want our business, they can come to me with a proposal. I'll take a look at it. If I like it, we'll go with it. But shy of that, I'm not lifting another finger to do anything with this. This has been three months. I've been trying to put this together, and they just don't seem interested in our business.
5: I have a problem with. uh corporate groups in general we've had a problem with royal caribbean we tried to do groups through there them directly not related to this and it was a mess uh people on the boards know we were trying to put a group together for the marathon that just keeps falling apart every time we turn around i think these group departments what they want is they want a big company to come and buy all the space and then you go out and just invite people to come along they don't know how to deal with us as a community of different people coming in, so
0: well then they don't get the business. Exactly, that's all there is to it. That's why I look they at it. They don't get too. the business, and if you're doing that well, you know. I, I mean, we know Universal isn't doing well. I mean, geez, it's you know through the summer you could have fired a cannon through Universal and not hit anybody. So I, I mean, really and truly, if, if if that's if that's where they're at, fine. Um, but uh, it's just been a real uh, it's been a real challenge. Not interested in spending too much more of my time on it. Like I said, if they want to come to me. With a proposal. I'll take a look at it. If it makes sense, we'll go with it. But shy of that, I'm not interested. So just letting you know that's where it's at so that uh, you're not all sitting on the fence with it. So anything else for housekeeping?
5: You
6: want to talk about uh, Podcast Cruise 2.0?
0: Much better topic. Exactly. (laughs) Much better topic.
6: There are now 7,000 people going.
5: Oh oh my (laughs) gosh.
6: The ship is going to (laughs) sink. We're going to start hanging people off the sides uh, in hammocks. Gosh.
0: I would really like to see 1,000 people on the cruise. That would be great. I would love to see 1,000 people. There's
5: still space available. We actually still have cheap space available. Yep. There's a few staterooms left that Disney has not taken back from us, so we're excited about that. Um, so sign up. Come along. It's going to be great.
0: It's going to be a party.
5: The thing, too, is we have just shy of 700 people. A lot of those people who have already signed up, um, booked single staterooms, so they didn't have to lay out the extra deposit. So I think we're going to have a lot more once people decide who they're bringing to bring and, other people when their families come along, too. That would be cool.
0: Gosh. Awesome.
2: I'm trying to convince some other of our family members to go. Yeah, I've talked to my family, too. I just
0: convinced a couple of our friends that uh, that we met in Australia to join us. They it's just still signed hard. up today.
4: It's still hard for our, uh, some of our family members to comprehend what this is. You know, we have 700. It's hard for me pie. to comprehend what this is. <laughs> you know. 700 people.
6: I hear you. I have this conversation <laughs> <all> this <laughs> conversation, all the time.
5: The people say to us, what was, was the last cruise you went on? And we went on a cruise this year, blah, 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 blah. Oh, really? How was it? Well, I, we don't know. We went with 300 of our closest friends, and it was chaos. I spent most
0: of it in our stateroom.
5: <laughs> don't
6: you find cruises relaxing? Most of them. <laughs>
0: No, we had a great time. We, did. we had a great time we on did the and we we're all really looking forward to the, uh, uh, this one next year.
2: It was
6: just a different experience for us. Yeah. It was, you know,
0: I'm going to get
2: some of those Hollywood sunglasses like Kevin has.
0: <laughs> now, just so you know, there's a battle going on underneath the table. I don't know where Figaro is. He's but behind he's but right you. Behind yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, no, Max no, and Figaro both have to jockey for my attention, and F- Max saw me petting Figaro, and then he's like got to muscle him out of the way. This goes on all day long. And all night long, for that matter.
5: Is it weird how Figaro has become so affectionate lately? It's
0: crazy. Well, ever, ever since he got sick. I think it's, ever since then, he really started turning into love kit. He
6: started, when he was with us, he kept jumping in my lap. He she became a lap kit. No, yeah. Love Figaro kid. is the type of cat who, most of the time, would prefer that you not even be in the house with him. It's my uh-huh. house, get out. <laughs> However, you still here? Really. Looks However, in the last couple of months, Figaro has decided that the best place to be is sitting on the bed about an inch and a half from my face watching me sleep so that when you open your eyes, all you see is this black face. I think that's my fault. I think
0: I, I, he, I have him. I always you know, bring him into bed with me when I go to bed at night. And
6: well, then I scream, and then he, and then disappears. <laughs>
0: all right, anything else for housekeeping? All right, then let's move on to our first news story this week. Walt Disney World shut down the Magic Kingdom monorail line Wednesday morning after smoke was spotted around 10 a.m., The line was shut down in an effort to exercise extreme caution, according to Disney. One monorail full of passengers had to be towed to the nearest station. The incident was turned over to the Reedy Creek Fire Department. No one was injured, and the fire department said there was never any danger to guests. Early reports suggest that the smoke was caused by an electrical short in the line. This is the second incident this year involving the monorail. In June, a fatal accident involving two monorails near the Ticket and Transportation Center killed one driver. So Disney not having good luck with their monorails. That this was
3: here. when Wednesday.
0: a uh, past Wednesday, yeah. So it was
3: Tuesday when Max and I were over there, there was a monorail just stopped out in the middle of nowhere. <sighs>
0: oh, that, that happens. That yeah, uh, okay, happens when they're waiting to go into the. when they're waiting to go into.
3: People looking around.
0: <laughs> well, when they're waiting to go <laughs> right. into the station, if there's but somebody else, gonna, there, I've never seen that happen. So. It's
3: kind of weird.
5: They've had really bad luck with transportation in general. You heard about the bomb scare.
3: and The buses.
6: No. Oh, you probably.
5: That was why that. you
6: were away. Yeah. No, I didn't hear
0: about
1: that.
5: All over the news here, uh, helicopter shots of a bus parking lot uh, away from Animal Kingdom, but over in that side of property. And they called in the bomb squad because they found something suspicious under one of the buses. So oh going, no! I
0: did read about this. I did read about this.
5: Going through the little buses and all things, and nobody knew exactly what was going on. So they decided to call to recall all the buses. So what they did was the last stop where people were then let off, that was it. They no one else on the bus. They returned all buses back to the transportation center for to be inspected. And it took <clears throat> hours, four hours or five hours, to get people back to their hotels after the Magic Kingdom closed. It turned out to be a piece of equipment. That was put on the buses a long time ago. It was some sort of transmission equipment right, right. to transmit tire like a tracking pressure. device or something. Yeah. And people had forgotten about it. And when someone saw it, they couldn't recognize that this is what it was. Well, one had fallen off. Oh, okay. And no one knew what it was because it had been so long ago since they used it, and they thought it was Well,
0: I've said it before. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Um, one area, really, in my opinion, where Disney can't be criticized is in security. They're really good at... Uh, you know, with stuff like that, they don't take anything for granted. If there's something wrong, they think there's even the slightest possibility somebody could get hurt. They, they really they do react uh, very well. Uh, <laughs> too, too bad they don't do that in some of the other areas. But
6: I heard a recent rumor, and I, I don't have any corroboration for this, but I understand that Peter Pan's ride is, was closed down for quite a while recently. That's hung from a track. And it's my understanding that one of the carts jumped the track and was hanging by the safety chain. (laughs) And they, it didn't, because it didn't fall, it didn't show up on their monitors. And the carts kept banging into one another. And it wasn't until someone on the ride called 911. Oh, no. 911 called Reedy Creek. Reedy Creek called the magic kingdom and shut the ride down and evacuated the people but they couldn't get the people to get the the, the attendants to stop the ride
0: oh my lord it's
6: comforting to know that their alarm system happens when the thing falls <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> as no, i said we have a falls. as i said i've heard this story you i n- think it's a reliable source i don't have any kind of corroborative backup there's been no i've read nothing in the paper about it this is kind of an underground source but that's for what it's worth. Okay.
0: Now, this next news story um, does not have to do with Disney, uh, but it was uh, uh, it was something I wanted to talk about because it does impact the Disney fan community uh, some more than others. Uh, the Federal Trade Commission ruled yesterday uh, that bloggers, uh, starting on December 1st, bloggers must disclose any compensation they receive for endorsing products, a rule that will go into effect, well, as I said, December 1st. At the heart of the ruling is a problem uh, which has been growing in scale over the last few years. Bloggers who review or endorse products without disclosing the kind of compensation they are receiving. However, the FTC stops short of outlining exactly when or how such disclosures are to be made. Uh, Some bloggers have already adopted a full disclosure policy, but the vast majority have not. And this has been a real problem because what's happening is these companies, there are companies out there that are specifically targeting bloggers paying them or giving them free stuff in exchange for reviews. Mm. And they're passing these reviews off as uh, independent and unbiased. And unsolicited. Right. <laughs> and of course, you know, people tend to view that um, uh, a lot a, a lot more... Uh, they, they, they take that more seriously than if it's a, a straight advertisement. Now, we've been doing this since we started doing the show. Um, so this really doesn't... is not going to really impact us. But I can tell you... <laughs> there are some people I think personally in the Disney fan community who are crapping their pants right now or should be because they don't they talk about stuff that they're getting compensated for they review stuff they're getting compensated for and they never reveal it now I'm not mentioning any names um,
5: just write it down this sheet of paper for me <laughs> <laughs> can we do charades
6: or interpretive
0: dance <laughs> and, and I'm not even saying and, and, and as a matter of fact I'm not even saying other podcasters I'm talking about bloggers in specific here um, and and uh, you know, this, I think, is a wonderful thing. I think this is long overdue. Uh, it will give you an idea of how pervasive this problem is that the FTC even had to do this. Um, but I think it's, it's high time. I think it's high time, really and truly, that they started doing this. So I, I applaud the FTC for finally, finally doing something about this because this has been an ongoing problem. I mean, it's getting ridiculous. Companies are paying out billions of dollars a year in cash and free comp and, 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 and freebies to these bloggers to review this stuff.
6: Does that mean I have until December first to do this? Really? <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of thinking that too. Look, who's compensating you? <laughs> Nobody, but I'm thinking maybe I can
0: get somebody. But you know, one of the other questions is how is this going to be enforced? Mm-hmm. And what a lot of people or what some of the uh, talking heads that I've heard on television say uh, is that they're more likely going to go after the advertisers than the bloggers. Um, and try and, and they figured that's probably the easiest place to, than trying to monitor ten million blogs, you know, monitor the advertisers and uh, you know.
5: Yeah, how do you also prove that someone got compensation in oh, in a certain form? It's, I mean,
0: it, it, it remains to be seen how mm-hmm. it's going to be enforced, but I'm glad the issue is being addressed.
5: Well, I think it's be interesting. Is this will now spill over into Facebook and Twitter? And all those other social media, where people are now, you know, are using it to promote products.
0: Oh yeah, I know people are being paid. There are people being paid. There are websites you can go to where where you can sign up and be paid
4: to tweet about a particular company. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we, we're all going to benefit benefit from this.
0: Well, I mean, we have truth and advertising laws on the books already, but as as is, has been the case. Uh, in so many areas where the web is concerned, the web is just a legal no man 's land. Um, you know these truth and advertising laws don 't seem to apply libel laws don 't seem to apply. God forbid they start and I think they should i'm i 'm a big proponent that libel laws should be applied to the internet as as voraciously as they are to uh, traditional media uh, and it 's not it 's not it 's every court that gets a libel case on the internet really backs off because the, there's just a tremendous uh, lack of understanding of, of what the Internet really is, how the Internet really works among these judges, and they're petrified to do anything that's going to violate First Amendment rights. And I think it's very important that that be considered. But I think it's gone too far. You've got too many people able to say too many things anonymously and get away with it. And that's the next thing that's coming up. Actually, that's something the White House has been focused on. Uh, changing applying libel laws uh to the internet, so
5: the problem is though there's like you said there's a there's it's easy to be anonymous on the internet it 's very easy to to maintain anonymity and um the other problem is is that you they don 't know where jurisdictions lie state wise yeah. You know, does it rely in the state that the, the blog originates from, or does it pertain to all states?
0: It's know? usually a federal issue. Right, I mean, because it, would be, issue. it would be something that would have to, if it, if it crosses state lines. But
5: then you get people who believe that, you know, states' rights would then be impinged on because you're now making a federal law. So it's very, very tricky.
0: Well, I'm just glad to see that there's some motion going forward with uh, some regulation on the internet because I think it's long overdue, honestly. I don't want to see too much regulation, but. Things like this make sense. People need to know they can trust what they read.
6: This is like that young lady who was um, had her rights violated. The the reporter for ESPN, where someone put a camera in her room and then posted it all over the internet. Yep, I've seen an interview with her. I feel horrible for her.
0: Oh, it's awful! It's awful what happened to that woman. But this is what, you know, unfortunately, this is where the internet is right now. In some aspects, in some aspects. But again, it's a it's a tough th- needle to thread because. You know, you want to keep the internet robust, and you want to keep it vibrant, and you want to keep these discussions going, and these opportunities for all sorts of businesses. You don't want to and, and infringe on that too much, but at the same time, there needs to be some guardrails on the information superhighway, to quote an old phrase, mm-hmm. um, to kind of keep things from going crazy.
5: Do you think they can keep that guy from Russia from sending me emails?
0: <laughs>
2: oh my! <laughs> oh, God, you you get won the lottery. <laughs>
0: So, or the Nigerian prince. <laughs> again, has nothing to do with Disney, but um, it, was, uh, it just was something that caught my eye, and I, I wanted to uh, just say I think it's a good thing. Um, our last news story this week, you may have to tie me down. Um, Get the duct tape. Can, can anyone here imagine how the stupidity involved in deciding Disney's decision to raise parking rates another $2 at the theme parks. We, I, I, I've talked about this for the last year in terms of the economy and Disney's being myopic in terms of you know, being considerate to the fact that people you know, are struggling right now. And then and they do something like this, and it just proves my point. They don't care. That's the bottom line. They really don't care what you're going through. They don't care how expensive this is for you. They don't care how difficult uh, economically things may be for you. $2 to, it's just – It's that's something I think they really could have just said, you know what? Not this year.
4: Let's wait. I think parking fees in general at the parks are ridiculous. You're paying all this money for a ticket. You're paying all this money to eat and merchandise, and they're going to pay you to park additional, your car? And an additional uh, – yeah, an additional now $14 I'm to curious, park
0: your car. I'm
5: curious about what percentage of people actually pay because you figure um, annual pass holders don't have to pay. People staying at a resort – don 't have to pay, so how many locals or people who are going who are staying off property? I wonder what the percentage is
6: Have you ever been in line at the parking kiosk behind everybody that has to pay I say that to you all the time i 'm uh, amazed
5: that these people are paying like, well, yeah there 's a way around this people exactly
0: <laughs> well you 've got to remember that you know the uh, the number of hotel rooms, even if they 're all full to capacity wouldn 't fill the theme parks you know you 're talking about what thirty two thirty three thousand rooms I think on Disney property. Um, even if those rooms are filled to capacity, you're not going to see. That's not going to fill the theme park. So you've got a lot of business that comes from off site, from locals, from from the drive market, basically. And these are the people who are getting there.
6: See, we were talking about this on the discussion there's, on the dis- um, on the disboards, the disunplug uh, board. There's a discussion about the parking fees, and I don't understand if Disney can get away with it. Why other businesses don't use this business model? Why doesn't Publix charge you to park and pay to rent a cart?
3: Gosh, I'd go to Walmart. Well, because there's a lot
0: more competition for publics than there is for Walt Disney World.
3: There um, is the Holy Land, you know. and Which was free today. It was.
0: Oh, today was their free day? Yeah. They oh, was it the for the everyone
2: gates? or was it for just, I thought it was just for certain people.
0: Well, I, uh, yeah, I don't know anything about Holy Land. I've never been there. But um, just uh, the, the the concept that in this economy, with people struggling as much as they are, to go on vacation anywhere. I mean, it just—you know—I I really thought maybe this this economic beating that Disney took this year would have opened their eyes and and done something to break the arrogance, but apparently not.
5: There's a couple uh, discussions out there. One, I'm just—this is from a local reporter, so don't shoot the messenger. Uh, a local reporter here said they raised parking, uh, parking price is because they have to bring on more um, cast members for transportation because of the recent events. So they're offsetting the price. What recent events? The monorail accident and the, the bus incident. There's been a
6: couple of bus accidents. A couple of bus accidents.
5: Accident. And they're attributing these to fewer cast members doing transportation longer, for longer hours. So the fatigue of cast members is what's attributing to a lot of these issues. Some of these issues. So they're, they're saying, again, a local reporter is saying the, the raise in price is to offset the cost of bringing in more cast members.
0: Ridiculous. I think it's know. to offset the cost of buying Marvel. but Right. You know. It's
5: ridiculous because we all know that they had these cast members before. They let them go, and now they're bringing them back. The other... Um,
0: yeah, once somebody dies. When somebody dies. Well, that's, isn't that the way it always know? is?
5: Unless something really horribly goes wrong, then you decide, I need more people yeah then you're going to bring them back. And then the other theory is that um I forgot where I was going with this. They're doing this uh, seven for four promotion. they did free dining, all of these things that to bring people in, now all the ancillary stuff is becoming more expensive. Uh, you know, more to rent strollers, more for food, at food and wine, more to park. So is this Disney's new business model raise mm-hmm. all the stuff once you get here? And just get you in at any cost?
0: I just don't think they realize at some point, at some point, they're going to price themselves out of the market.
6: There's a tipping point. There's definitely a tipping point. And you I think see they're it. getting close. You I, can I, see it on the boards. People are already saying, <laughs> I, I either can't go or I can't go as often as I did. As often as I did. Yep we went to they had the disney sale and celebration this month, um, past weekend and it's not the kind of thing that we can announce in advance because i never know what it is it's more like it, yeah. you stumble on the sign and stuff in the parks that's 30 dollars. everything is 70 percent off that they sell now don't get me wrong this is not the kind of thing where you're going to grab a shopping cart and load it up but you can find some bargains and i think to myself instead of selling it at 70% off. Now, they're they're bringing in a wholesaler to do this, too. They bring in another company to hold this sale. So Disney's got to be paying them to handle this merchandise. And they handle it for a couple of days, and then they put it away, and they bring it out for the other sale. Wouldn't you think instead of selling it at 70% off, Disney would say, you know what? Listen, this isn't moving. Let's mark it down 15 or 20% in the parks where we've got a captive audience looking at this crap. Yeah. And let's see if th- th- it moves that way. No. They sell it at 70% off, pay someone else to handle the sale, and they do it in a location where I'm guessing that most of the people in there are locals, and you're seeing this stuff end up on eBay the next day. So Disney's selling it. I'm sure they're still making a profit, even at 30%.
5: I said this to you there. I said, I would love to run their merchandising department for six months. I could get to turn them a profit. Oh, I'm
0: sure it turns a profit.
5: Well, more of a profit. They would not be selling stuff at 70% off at at Celebration. We saw the same item last year in a sale, earlier this year at one of the um, Disney outlets, in in the premium outlets, and then again at this sale a year later. The same merchandise you've now had to move three times and put in three locations. Apparently no one's buying it. However, it's something that if you saw this in the theme parks... For the $3 they were selling it at this off-site location, people would go nuts. So it doesn't make any sense to me. You know
4: Disney raised the prices of their ornaments, and they hand-wrote the higher price on you're top of the that. old. Yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, classy. <laughs> classy. Oh,
5: I think man. you're going to find not more of a – in my opinion, you're not going to find that tipping point where people won't come, but you're going to find people be more savvy about what they do. More people are going to bring Our food into the, the park. They're pretty savvy. I'm saying even more so. People are coming. Are going to bring food into the parks.
0: How long do you think before they put the kibosh on that?
5: Well, don't you remember they tried that for a while? No coolers were allowed in the parks? No. Yeah, that was a couple oh. years ago. No coolers were allowed in the parks, and then they changed that rule.
6: Now you can't drag your cooler around with you. <laughs> <laughs>
5: you can't have those hats with the beer cans and the... I,
2: I saw a family on one of our recent trips dragging their cooler around the Magic Kingdom. and It was a quite a big one, you know, with the little handle and the wheels and stuff. Well, he dropped it, and the thing popped open, and food was, like, coming out of it. Aww. I felt so bad
6: oh, no. for him. saw so we were in the park one day, and we saw people. They had kind of tried to pick an out-of-the-way spot. But, a play, again, there's not really a designated area for this. So they found a wall in Epcot, and they were eating Subway out of a backpack.
5: But I think even beyond that you're gonna see people who are gonna figure out ways around this parking issue, around all the other things that are now you know, Disney's charging more money for it. I think people will still come. It's just gonna be they're gonna get more and more
6: Do you realize if you want a one day ticket it's seventy nine dollars plus tax, which equals out to about eighty five dollars, and you have a car? It's now that means it's ninety nine dollars.
0: Right, but that car that car could hold four people.
6: Right, but know. just say if it's not, it's $99 then to go to the park. Yeah. I understand that you could fit more people in it. But if you show up at the park by yourself, you have to buy a one-day ticket and pay to park. It's almost
0: $100. It's crazy. It's crazy.
3: I have a question. Um, say you're going to more than one park. You only pay once, right? Yeah, one
0: pay day. One, one, yeah, you only pay okay. once per day.
5: You bring your receipt and your little okay. window placard with sure you. i not sure about that. And again, if you're staying at a Disney resort, that's parking is free in all the parks. So,
0: so, you know, the cleaning woman strikes again.
5: No,
0: um, no this is that's where the, that's where these policies come from. They come out of her office. These come out of Meg Crofton. You know, this is like I said. This is you know, this is what you get when you put the cleaning woman in charge. So, good job, Meg. All right, that will do it for the news. We are going to move on to the weather. Uh, you can expect highs in the mid eighty to low nineties uh, in the next week. When is this going to stop? When are we going to start getting normal winter fall weather? We
5: had some nice days, and then all of a sudden it got hot again.
0: Yeah,
6: two. We had two uh, nice
5: days. There
0: are, I mean, uh, uh, <laughs> we got a couple of days next week where the lows are going to drop into the mid sixties at night. Uh, later in the week, I think it's Tuesday and Wednesday of next week, we're going <laughs> into the, the, the sixties. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's still kind of warm here, folks. And uh, I mean, thankfully, the humidity is not as bad. Not nearly as bad. So at least that's gotten better. But the temperatures are still pretty high, mid-80s to low-90s.
6: You don't sizzle when you go outside no, more.
0: No, exactly. So that is the weather for the next week. And uh, let's move on to rapid fire. That was nice and quick. Yeah. Who would like to go first?
2: I oh, go ahead,
3: Julie. Uh-huh. everybody.
5: Go ahead. I want to go.
0: On.
2: <laughs> go ahead, Julie. Okay, October is National Down Syndrome Awareness Month. We've mentioned this before, but there are several other health issues that I think people need to be aware of. It's also their month. I um, don't want to be partial to one or the other. So it's national breast cancer awareness, as everyone knows, dental hygiene, infertility, Ooh. domestic violence, lupus erythematosus.
4: <laughs> <She's the same. laughs> it's a skin.
2: Yeah. So. And then physical therapy, spina bifida, Rett syndrome, sudden infant death syndrome or SIDS, blindness, celiac sprue, and it's also healthy lung month. Most of these are national
4: awareness, but it's world blindness. Is every
2: month that jam-packed? Or is is October Um, special? I only looked at October, but, you know, when you get into February, it's like National African-American History Month and all that kind of stuff and and heart. And eventually
6: each one of them has a different
2: colored ribbon, doesn't it? um, Well, I know pink for breast cancer. Down syndrome awareness is blue and gold or yellow. Um, I'm not sure about the others. But I thought, I'm sure there are plenty of people out there. I'm sure there.
4: every one of those has those little plastic uh, yeah bracelets yeah. with different. Who
2: either have one of these issues or diseases and want to bring awareness to them as well. That's interesting. This came from
4: Wikipedia, so if we left one out, oh gosh,
2: okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's also other things like it's oh, it's National American Italian History Month or something.
5: Oh,
3: that's <laughs> wow. not really a <laughs> health celebration. Right, Olive Garden. That's, that's right. <laughs> The health That's why I didn't <laughs>
2: choose <laughs> any of those. I did all the health-related ones.
5: Apparently but... it's National Mafia Month. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Italian-American Month. I could say that. I'm Italian. You would have said it even if you weren't. That's true. All
1: right. Well, thank you for that, Julie. Walter, what do you have? <clears throat> I have the Magic Kingdom Eateries take control of seating to boost efficiency and help diners relax.
6: Well, there goes my forum watch.
1: <laughs> your forum watch or your... Uh, my forum watch. Oh, huh? Okay, well, now that I got it, this comes from the Orlando Sentinel, uh, Jason Garcia. Walt Disney is experimenting with a new crowd control m- method in some of its busiest park restaurants. Inside four quick service restaurants, um, they have been they started res- restricting access but guaranteeing seating. During particularly busy lunches, um, like I said, they, they guarantee that you'll get a seat, but it eliminates the need for groups to split up and have someone order food while another person holds a table. Doing that uh, clogs up about one-third of the uh, restaurant's capacity.
6: What they're doing is they're restricting access by closing everything but one door. You have to enter through one door, and they're handing menus out at the door. No one's allowed to sit down until you've received your food. Does anybody remember this conversation? Yeah. We did this a year ago. This is going to be National Beat a Cast Member Month.
5: (laughs) 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 This
4: happened to me at Cosmic Rays. I was going down the main area. And I was just leaving. I just wanted to go down, walk by the stage, and leave. And the guy wouldn't let me through. He's like, you need food to enter this area. I'm like, I'm not sitting down. I'm leaving. I'm going to that door.
3: Did that just start? go ahead. When did that start? Well,
6: they did it about a a year ago, but it's just started. Okay. And it's at the four – it's at uh, Pecos Bills, Cosmic Rays, Columbia Harbor House, and Pinocchio's Village
3: House. Okay, because we ate there in the Pinocchio House – got two weeks ago, and they didn't do
6: it. I so want to just... Do you want to take your mother to the parks yeah. this afternoon?
5: <laughs> and not only that... No, it's not very pretty.
6: You have to read this article. It's really funny. They've now... We already talked about the cutting the backs off the chairs. They've re- replaced them with quick-service stools. And the reason they did it was for guest comfort. They took away chairs and put in stools because it forgets. That's comfort. more comfortable. They can fit an extra person... At the table, if you use stools, I told and it you. doesn't clog the aisles, so people will have better access. Yeah. They're doing all of this because of it, it enhances the guest experience. It makes your meal more leisurely. It's a load yes.
4: of crap. Yeah.
5: Right. At what point
6: do you think they're going to start making people sit together?
5: Oh, oh you have an extra two seats at your table. Come here, cooling, cooling, you yeah, right,
4: Corey. <laughs> Cooley, Cooley. cooley.
1: You
5: become, in our house, you become <laughs> Jory and Cooley all uh, the time. Uh, cooley You know, they're going to sit you with other people cooley. now. Just oh, it's I a think. matter of time. How many in your party?
0: They'll do that with me once, and then they'll put that they'll put that cooley. policy to bed forever.
5: I'm telling you, it's going to be fun. You could be Telvin.
3: Oh. Cooley's better than Telvin.
4: Cooley. What do they call them? Quick service comfort chairs? <laughs> <Quick> service.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
6: That's another brainstorming <laughs> session, you'd like to sit in. Yes, this, <laughs> this is done because it makes everything more efficient. It's, it's it amazing. makes it, and it gives a guest a more calm and peaceful and serene quick service dining experience.
3: Yeah, I hang my bag on the back of the chair. Not anymore. Yeah.
5: And again, you get into that conversation of what if you've got someone with kids? You're gonna have the kids all stand in line with you while yes. you order your yes. food. And
2: ooh, fun. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> However.
6: If there are people at the counter and the seats are full, you can't even enter the restaurant.
1: Right, because they restrict access only if you have enough seats to sit down. So
6: now you no longer can line up. You have to line up outside and wait until there's room for you in the (laughs) restaurant. It's going to be like trying to find parking at Ikea. (laughs) (laughs)
4: lot full. Try (laughs) B. Exactly.
1: (laughs) So like Kevin was saying, uh, there's only one entrance. A greeter hands you a menu. Your entire group walks through the cash register. Um, after you get your food, you'll be uh, guided by an employee to an open seat.
2: I want to see a grand gathering, family. You know, like sixteen people right. <laughs> all gathered around the yeah. House and and here's the thing: food. is
0: that that is going to create huge crowds at the uh, yeah. at the registers.
6: No, you won't be allowed in the restaurant. It'll be outside no, I'm saying, the but even
0: uh, even for the people that are going to be getting seats everybody's got to go to the register. So if you've got a group of six, rather than saying, you know, two of us stay here, the rest go grab a table. Now you're going to have all six people online.
3: That's your only quiet time without the kids standing there while hubby takes the kids to the table. You know, you're quietly ordering, hanging
4: out by the napkin section. (laughs) This has been good. I mean,
6: in two years, it'll be Walt Disney World's 40th anniversary. October of 2011. This has been working for 38 years. And you've now figured out a better way to sell hamburgers. Really? Fast food's been around a while. You don't need to improve. And I
0: think to myself. I think you've got got a bunch of rocket scientists trying to figure out how to save their jobs.
6: Do you remember when they, they just about a year ago, we talked about the fact that they weren't letting people sit down until you had your food? Yeah. This discussion, we talked about this then.
0: Well, let's see how that
4: goes. Thank you for that, Walter. Corey, what do you have? Um. My rapid fire was your third news story, so everybody can just rewind.
6: I was just (laughs) going to say, when I talk about this in my forum, (laughs) watch, will you all look look surprised?
4: (laughs) But I I do have a rumor that um, now that Disney's not doing the Super Soap weekend, there's a rumor that they are going to do an American Idol weekend. Or the weekends. Can't see me rolling my eyes. (laughs) It's a rumor. Don't know if it's been confirmed. but
2: I can't wait to see Adam Lambert in full makeup. (laughs)
5: really. In this yeah. you, can do, you
3: can do that at McDonald's. <laughs> on my
2: melting cup. queen. Well, yeah, right.
5: Ninety degrees, ninety percent humidity, hundred degrees.
4: I think you know, just like soaps. I think there, there'll be a lot of people that oh, for sure that flood to this event to see their favorite. Well, you know what? It's got kicked off. Uh, it, it remains to be seen whether or not uh,
0: Disney hitching their wagon to American Idol star is going to work out well for them. Um their, their, their ratings, uh, the, the past three years, their ratings have declined dramatically. Um, this looks like a, uh, I mean, that's why you see them like getting rid of Paul Abdul and adding Ellen, Ellen DeGeneres and making all these changes. They're trying to, trying to perk this up some because they're having trouble getting people to watch.
6: Now they're going to have Dancing with American Idol.
5: Talk about yeah, <laughs> oh, right? Lord. Dancing with the Idols. <laughs> we talked about this sale. I would say there were at least five or six items that were American Idol related. Huh. The microphone and the drum set and the game and the other was the other two things were Hannah Montana and already?
0: Pirates.
6: Oh,
5: yeah.
0: already they're putting that stuff into seventy uh, yep. percent off bins. Exactly. Didn't they just open this like Hannah a, a Montana, month ago? What?
6: <laughs> and Pirates
0: and <laughs> already the stuff is in clearance or maybe uh, well,
6: I guess I'm amazed that. When you think about the fact that they're selling this stuff in the park, this American Idol stuff—it's like a you sit in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> it was like it was, it was like you four would, feet by two <laughs> feet. Like, you would need a hand cart. And I think to myself, are a lot of people buying this in the the American
4: Idol stage? Really, you know?
6: <laughs> the American Idol bouncy thing? You know, it's like this is kind of big to be lugging around the park.
0: <sighs> That's funny. Thing's
4: been open a month. They got the <laughs> merchandise on clearance. <laughs> they did. I also want to do uh, to let people know about recent blogs that are up. Dave Parfitt has one. Disney Parks new promotion: Give a day, get a Disney day. You have one up, which I just ab- I,
0: I just got to repeat it again. I love this idea. I love this idea of getting people to volunteer. I think it's
4: brilliant.
6: Yeah. He's doing that, the I thing it. like the plane guy landing the plane. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm talking with my hands. I'm, I'm worked up today. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. um, you have one, Pete. A zoo with a view. Um, Kathy Werling put one up. Uh, living with the Land reopens at Epcot. Excuse me, you said it wrong. You said it wrong. What was I say? It is the gold Magellan Award winning <laughs> blog. Oh. I was like, did I call her Kathy Werner? Um, <laughs>
5: <laughs> right, what did I yeah, say and I just, Let me
0: just say that I'm sorry. I'm sorry it's taking me a while to get the rest of the, le- the last few of these blogs up. Um, just been kind of crazy since I got home. And as I mentioned in the blog, it's just
4: a little too depressing to relive <laughs> the uh, the experience. You can write them from a local McDonald's. I think that would be pretty cool. And, uh, uh, Kathy Worling has another one up. Disney celebrates Buzz Lightyear's return from space station. So you can check all these disunplug.com.
0: Well, that's right. He went to the space station with the crazy French clown, didn't he?
5: <laughs> no. <laughs> Buzz Lightyear's actually Buzz Lightyear's actually been in space longer than anyone else. They sent a Buzz Lightyear doll up
2: oh, and on the space okay. station. Oh, okay. I was wondering. I'm like, yeah. is this imaginary?
5: <laughs> like, <laughs> like virtual. I see him.
0: Did, did, did the, the the freaky French clown go?
5: Not yet. This is we're waiting for World Water Day or whatever. It is. Oh, okay. <laughs> he was on the news. for Kevin Costner. It. Day. Google it, <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Costner. <laughs> did he do that Water Day? Water movie? World. Oh, yeah. Water World.
0: <laughs> so, all right. Well, thank you, Corey. Kevin.
6: Uh, Celebration is having its annual Uh, between now and October 25th, the town of Celebration, Florida, will be holding their annual weekend Oktoberfest. Leaves fall nightly on Market Street and uh, horse drawn Carriage. If we were there the other day, we were having dinner and we went and watched it. It's really cute. Yeah, It's not the kind of thing that I would plan my vacation around. It's something that if you were there, they... Just like they do the, the the snowfall in the winter, they have a machine which blows leaves. They're little paper cutouts of leaves.
2: What cool a shame. What, we blowing? can't have real leaves It's funny because
6: his mother goes over and picks one up
5: and she goes, at least I thought they would have real leaves. <laughs> They're like cray paper <laughs> do leaves. Do they blow
3: in cool air with it too?
6: No. However, they had kids out there and all the businesses hand out little bags for them to collect the different leaves. Now, I mean, they we're in the tropics. We just don't have autumn. However, they ha- it was really fun to watch the little kid. C- it yes. was weird to watch the adults do it. I kept thinking, it's a paper leaf. Calm down. Yeah, right. uh,
5: that's funny. I think it's funny. They shoot them out of those things
6: you see at like rock concerts. So they're coming at like 100 oh.
5: miles
3: an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Gently falling from the sky. And the
6: other thing we noticed is John and I, both being from the Northeast, our autumn was much quieter. The machines that are blowing the leaves out onto Market Street, are really they, they sound like jet engines. So autumn comes like with earplugs. <laughs> It's kind of cute to watch the kids do it. It's the kind of thing if you're there having dinner, it, it's a couple of minutes. It happens a couple of times a night, but it's fun. And I just want to remind everybody, we've talked about it before, and talking about having, or, uh, acknowledging a financial relationship, we do not have a financial relationship with Celebration Town Tavern. However, we have been there several times in the last couple of weeks and never, ever, ever have a bad meal.
2: Kevin, there's your blog. Can get them to pay you to blog about them.
6: Really, you know, I just, I, I. It's one of those give you free meals. People are asking all the time, especially there's another whole thread on is the food at Disney worse than it ever? And it's you know everybody's talking about how expensive the food is. This is the kind of place that everybody should go if they're in Central Florida. And again, I have no relationship with Celebration Town Tavern other than I think it's a good place to go. Okay, thank you, Kevin. John.
5: I agree. Well, my rapid fire was going to be Corey's rapid fire, which was your news story. Wow, <laughs> no. we're very creative, aren't we? Yeah, really. So I'm going to switch it up. I want to give people an update on our December event. There's oh, a, there's okay. a Palooza. Um, I know everyone's very anxious, and they want uh, to know how they can sign up, and when they can sign up, and how we're going to go about it. We are still working out some final details. I realize it's getting late. Don't panic. Hopefully this month we'll have a sign-up sheet. If you've booked through Dreams Unlimited Travel, your agent will get in touch with you and let you know how to go about signing up. You have first priority for the event, and then after that we'll do an open sign-up process. But don't panic. It's all in the works.
4: And I'm going to get the merchandise up there for people to buy it. I know I promised people it it would be in July, but Hmm. I'll have the merchandise up there. Logo's done. But I just need to slap it on some Cafe Press stuff. They're excited Slappin.
5: about the logo. They've been using it on their own stuff. So.
4: Good. Cool. Well, thank you for
0: that, John. Teresa, what do you have?
3: Um, Halloween family sleepovers at SeaWorld. On October 16th, 17th, 23rd, and 24th, you can pay $78. If you're in kindergarten through the fifth grade, and go, you take your sleeping bag and go hang out and sleep at SeaWorld. Where? Um, Let's see.
6: Unless it's the Sea World Hilton, I'm Put, not interested.
3: <laughs> it says, "Put down your sleeping bag next to our newest aquarium manta." I was in there. That's solid rock. They better bring me. You're a sleeping on
2: the concrete. Yeah.
3: Oh. You For get dollars um, And here's what you get: a pizza dinner, animal interaction, and a continental breakfast.
5: Bed <laughs> touch shampoo.
3: <laughs> Seventy eight dollars. So. Seventy-eight
5: dollars for pizza and a hard floor to sit on, sleep
4: sleep on. So this is for the parents and the kids, mm-hmm.
3: yeah. kindergarten through fifth grade.
4: Yeah, tell me how that went, Teresa.
3: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that was interesting. They're trying. It Are you going to go? No. Well, you don't want to sleep on the concrete thing, right? Stella has no interest, and I don't have anybody else oh, that's okay. in that. Make Mexico. Yeah, he's my fifth grader. He fell twenty-five times. <laughs>
6: <laughs> he has a pituitary problem. <laughs> you can convince them. Make him walk on his knees and put
5: shoes on his knees. So smaller. <laughs> yeah, okay.
0: All right, thank you for that, Teresa. That will do it for Rapid Fire this week. We're going to move on to our first segment. Teresa checked out uh, the Halloween Spooktacular over at SeaWorld.
3: We did. Which okay. we
0: have not covered on the show before. Really? No. never. No. Wow. So I'm wow. interested to hear what you thought of it.
3: Well, we went over Sunday afternoon. Calvin, um, myself, Stella, Grace, and the ever-present Tiffany came along. And um, she goes with us. She fills Max's spot when Max won't go.
5: Tiffany's like the, the character on sitcoms that you never see. <laughs> yeah, you just hear about <laughs> <Not> like
6: Maris or
3: Carlton, the doorman. Well, Tiffany went along. She was excited. Um, the price of getting into SeaWorld is your ticket to the party. There's no hard ticket a price you have to pay. We got there, got right in. Um, our first perk: there, when you go through the park, you know, to the parking area, you got a um, a Lowe's gift card for ten dollars. Really? Yeah. There's this whole thing is sponsored by different sponsors, and Lowe's was one of them. Fifty dollars, you get it ten dollars off. Good till the end of November. So wow, that's kind of cool. That's Each nice. person got ten dollars at Lowe's. No, each car. car Calvin okay. must have been thrilled. Now, yeah, the- he handed it to me. It was like this.
6: <laughs> so you had to spend $50 and then you got $10 off?
3: Right. So you're, Yeah, when you go to Lowe's. It's like a coupon, I guess. It's
4: really easy to do at Lowe's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean,
3: you walk in and, yeah, you're done.
4: That's awesome.
3: So anyway, we get in. Um, we go to the designated area. Um, and they give you your little gift, your little goodie bag. My first thought was, Lord, this is kind of lame. Because you've got in your head, okay, I've been to Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween, you know, what Universal does. I had nothing to compare this to. When I first walked in, I thought, this is kind of like a small-town social or a church function. Because it was, you know, kind of people dressed up and...
0: People were in costume?
3: People were in costume. Guests or the employees? Both. They had... um, The first thing we saw was a giant... Um, seahorse A guy on stilts Dressed like a seahorse That was really cool They had all different Kinds of costumes But then again It's nondescriptive costumes Because they don't really have Their little characters right. Like Right Mickey Mouse So they had things called Gummy Worm Wanda The Swedish Fish Susie It's kind of odd Then they had a school of fish Walking around With their little teacher Screaming out Stuff for them to do It was kind of cute <laughs> But it was cute. It was really, you know, well done, I thought. It's definitely geared towards smaller children. Grace looked at me and said, okay, I'm heading toward Tamanta, I'll see you later. Her and Tiffany took off. Um, they went back later and got the goodies, but they weren't going to hang out for the cutesy stuff. But it wasn't real busy. There's a lot of people um, taking their time, walking through it. They had different things you could do. They had um, I didn't realize SeaWorld had um, Sesame Street characters. Over there,
6: is this a specific area of the park that's set
3: up? It is. It's um, over by um, oh, Shamu. When you head when you go into the park, it's these like are the little free path. range characters. No, these are just. Just, but they had no Sesame Street characters walking around. But all the advertising, on the billboards had Sesame Street characters on them, and they had different things like um, Abby Cadabby. You probably don't know who Abby Cadabby is. I do. Do, I do. you? <laughs> okay. No, she
4: had no. Her no, we don't.
3: Halloween adventure. It was a maze you walked through. They had um, count down to Halloween with Count von Count, which I always like. Thought he was kind of cool, <laughs> vampire
5: dude.
0: In Sesame Street.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah. And they had face painting. Now, everything, some things cost, face painting cost. We did the um, cookie decorating. You walk up, and you got this little purple lunchbox with the spooktacular logo on the side. Your choice of milk or juice. They had a nice tent set up. You could go to the behind, open up your little lunchbox, and you had one giant sugar cookie, a little container full of different types of toppings, candies, gummy worms, you know, M&Ms, and then some really funky orange frosting and a knife. So you decorated your cookie. You got to sit there and eat it by the water. It was really nice, cool, breezy. You know, kind of a nice little area. So we did that. Then we walked along and saw their mermaid, which was interesting. I brought some pictures. I know no one can see them at y'all.
0: Well, we'll put them up with you. Okay.
3: Uh, but, um, well, let me see them. Oh, you want to see them? Okay. Yeah. You know me, I'd print stuff out. And they had sea witches. How much was the cookie thing? The cookie thing was five fifty, which... For one cookie, but you got your little lunchbox thing. What I really liked about this was every treasure station where you got a treat was different. And they were all sponsored by different sponsors. So you had your, um, let's see, who were some of the sponsors? Chiquita Bananas. Oh, this is really, really cute. It was, It's real cute. Chiquita Bananas. You got a little bunch of mini bananas. Mm-hmm. It was kind of cute. Um, Airheads, Baskin Robin candy, which I didn't even know was out there. Warheads, Crayola was giving out markers.
5: So at every, like, trick-or-treat location, you got something, something different. That sponsor. Mm-hmm. Something
3: from that sponsor. And this
5: is more during the day, it looks like, for the pictures.
3: We went during the day, but it goes until 8 o'clock when they close. And I'm thinking they had these big um, jellyfishes hanging from the trees. It looked like to me they would light up at night. But we were there before it got dark, so I wasn't sure. But we are going to go back and check that out. Um, they also were giving away peanut butter, which was kind of weird. Grace thought it was packets of mayonnaise, and she turned yeah. and said, why did we get mayonnaise? I said, it's peanut butter, Grace. And you're just supposed to squirt it in your mouth, I guess. So, But that was kind of odd.
5: Sponsored by Miracle Whip. <laughs> <laughs>
3: cool, so, peanut butter and Miracle Whip. <laughs> I love Miracle Whip. Ew. But, um, There's something wrong with you. They had, uh, let's see, face painting, hair wraps. Wait. They give you little
6: packets of peanut butter that look like mayonnaise.
3: Well, you know the little packets you get like when you go to, uh, you know, like a condom station. Did. Okay, well, it was little packets of peanut butter. Wow. Well, it was That was kind of odd, but it was a peanut. I've never
0: seen that before. I never had no. either. And I'm intrigued. I want to see them. <laughs>
3: I think <laughs> I'll go just to I should have bought some. I still have them at home. But um, just little packets of peanut butter, and like I said, the little bunches of bananas. At first, you would get one little banana per person. But I saw a woman walking around with, like, she picked the whole bananas off a tree, and I asked her, and she said, if you go wait till later in the day, they've got to get rid of the bananas so you can go back and get as many little bananas as you want, which really thrilled Tiffany. She went back and got herself some bananas, which is kind of bizarre. Okay. You get bananas and peanut butter. I love that. <laughs> yeah, that's good for a snack.
0: <laughs> Add some bacon; it's complete.
3: Really, <laughs> you, but, but you they had um, the only chocolate they had was Palmer chocolate, Ooh. which I do not like. Palmer. Oh my Ooh. god, I've it's never uh, tried uh, it. Oh, the, uh, oh, it's the waxy Easter bunny. It is. Those Ew. are that's a, that with the buggy that, eyes. Yeah, Easter. Yeah. Ew. But Stella and and I've trained my children. Okay.
0: Walter's cracking up over there. Stella.
3: <laughs> they handed her the little Palmer you know, piece of candy, and she looked at it, and she looked above it, and she pointed to it, and I said, I know. She said, well, throw it away. Because <laughs> I won't even let it be. I mean, it, why waste the calories on
5: right. bad, bad chocolate? Bad chocolate? Yeah. Wax. Life's too or short wax. to eat bad chocolate.
3: Like Walter is ab-
5: dying over there.
3: I like the
0: little <laughs> abby <laughs> man. No, seriously, he's having a stroke. Look at the, Look at His face is so red. <laughs> what, what this really
1: This really tickled
0: you.
3: But um, the maze no, was on. named Hold on, I want to hear, okay.
0: hear why he's laughing so hard Just
1: Palmer chocolate I mean, I, I thought I was the only one who felt that way So I'm really oh, surprised
3: Oh,
4: no. I've never heard of it before, so It's it cheap has. chocolate It's
3: cheap chocolate, yeah You see it at Easter no. You go to Target at Easter It's the East ones State.
4: that are left on the, uh, yeah. the thing. Yeah. It's like all the rabbits later, with the little buggy cell. eyes
3: and
2: they don't match. And-
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and
5: one eye looking up, one There's
3: eye looking up. The rabbits
6: with the go funny eyes. <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> one eye's rattling in the box.
2: <laughs> right. Corey actually only made that mistake once. You did get me a Palmer bunny once.
4: <laughs> made it once. Oh, oh, never made never, it again. Never, never, I never. must have been in
5: college and drunk you- or
3: something. The rabbit <laughs> you can see the seam
5: and it looks like you can see his spine <laughs> coming out.
2: <laughs>
3: What's wrong with my bunny? Ford was a sponsor, so they had Ford cars. You didn't get any cars. Sorry, oh. didn't get a car. I thought that, too. I saw
0: but that. Everyone gets a
1: car.
3: Everyone gets a and car. And you, and you. Sorry. But um, it was just really cool the way they had it set up. Um,
2: I like the different sponsors because you're getting things yeah. that are, you know, brand name that you know. Smart idea. Um, it's not like at yeah. Disney where you're getting the Mary just James and Just a handful and of stuff, sticks.
3: right. And I, I thought it was intriguing because... That's their mermaid, yes, Kevin. It's a little
6: off brand mermaid, too. <laughs> really? It's his the antenna.
3: They had, they had a guy there, um, like a photo pass. I didn't realize see did photo pass kind of a thing. And he was trying to take a picture, and I pushed him aside and used Walter's camera. I said, I can get one. Get this out of little, my way. Get out of my way. You're,
0: well, you're in my shot. You know, just what, what strikes me, you know, from hearing what you're saying and, and taking a look at, at what you're passing around, is that this is a wonderful option for people who oh, don't want is. to spend the money. Going into Mickey's Not So Scary, and who won't go to Halloween Horror Nights? This yeah. is a really it sounds, it sounds like a good alternative. It was now one of the complaints that we that you guys I heard you guys mention about uh, this year's uh, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party was the crappy candy they were handing out. Does how does this compare?
3: Well, like I said, you're not getting the quantity that you that we got at Disney World, but. I think you're making up for it in the variety. Yeah. I mean, well,
6: I also think it's a, it's a included in your admission ticket, so it's not right. a hard ticket. Which is fantastic, yeah. which is
3: really fantastic. I mean, it was the same size bag as we got at the Mickey's, Mickey party. Okay, same, ba- same size bag. It came home full, and that was even without the bananas. So, oh. I mean, we had markers. We had peanut butter. We had suckers. Lots of oh sun kissed um candy.
6: I think the fact that you're not paying for a hard ticketed event mm-hmm. if you're gonna go to SeaWorld. Yeah. It's a great thing. Now is did does SeaWorld are they still having the promotion where if you buy a one day ticket, it's good for the rest of the year? I'm not sure.
4: They always have promotions like that. There's yeah. always some kind of promotion.
6: Well, what I like about this is what you
5: said was the older kids can go off and do the rides and the and then later
3: struggles. on they can We met up with them. Grace said, "Where are you? I need food. You know, find me, find me <laughs> where the food is." So they met up with us. We had a little snack and then they went and ran through the thing and got their trick or treating. You know,
6: so you could go back to these places more than once.
3: I think you could because by the time we walked through it, we got there about two thirty. By the time we got completely done with it, and, you know, because the characters are walking around, talking, they even had some weird little bug character, and a woman dressed like a flower who couldn't sing, some calla lily singing thing, and, um, (laughs) you know, you'd interact with all of these things. But now, you could go back around To the beginning And they would not know And
6: looking at your picture The Abby Cadabby's maze mm-hmm. Looks like it's in front Of Shamu Stadium it is, it So So I said It looks like it
5: empties Out into the pool <laughs> Really?
6: Congratulations
5: Splash
3: Did you see the show The Shamu show? There was no Shamu show that, When we were there That's what I couldn't Figure out because that was a dead end. You had to walk down in there into the little stadium area, and then you had to turn around and okay, go back Okay. Well, if out. they're
6: not doing the regular stuff while this is going on, maybe it's not such a good deal. Now
3: they are doing. Um, let's see the countdown to Halloween with Count Von Count. That is over at the other little. Uh, what is the name of it? Seaport Theater, where they was which was off by itself, and we did not see that show either because we didn't. There was some other show going on while we were there.
6: So is SeaWorld running the regular stuff while this is going on? I mean are the other attractions yeah, open. It? Everything's open.
0: The only thing I'm seeing, I'm looking at SeaWorld's website, and we'll include a link to this in the show notes page as well. But uh the online price for a one park uh ticket is sixty four ninety five uh and you get a second visit free. So that's basically two days for sixty four ninety five. Which and when you consider this is included, really and truly, that's a that's a fantastic deal.
3: And then they have the spectacular breakfast with Count von Count. I don't know what it's a buffet breakfast. Um, See, buffet. now when
0: I was a kid, he was just the Count. When did they add the von Count?
3: I don't know. I wonder. I, I thought I remembered that wrong too. Yeah, he was just is, Count. He was just the Count. Well, now he's Count von Count. Uh-uh. Well, him and Elmo um, are doing the spectacular breakfast. He's
6: Count Chocula.
3: $18 for adults, $16 for kids, 3 to 6. Reservations required. You can get that at SeaWorldSpooktacular.com. Um, it's a buffet. I've never eating, eaten at SeaWorld, so I don't... Uh, All fish. Yeah. <laughs> well, we did eat in California at... At little, that SeaWorld, At that, that yeah. SeaWorld, yeah. Which, that reminds me. Didn't someone say that you could use the ticket... The SeaWorld ticket, yeah. both okay. That doesn't work here because I took my California SeaWorld ticket.
0: Well, no, that was because that was a one-day pass. No, we it wasn't.
3: Use, it wasn't. It's good till December.
0: Right. I'm saying our annuals, our annual passes would have worked
3: out there, out there, but not reverse.
0: Um, because well, it my was annual, a, yeah. Well, my annual, I, don't, I don't know if you buy an annual out there if it works here, but well, that's we what I out. had.
3: I had an annual that you bought me when we were in California.
0: No, I didn't buy annuals.
3: That's what it said.
5: Do you have it on you?
0: Well, not if it was good till December. It's not annual. It's a buy one day, get the rest of the year free. Okay, it's well, it didn't ahead.
3: work here because I took the wrong ticket, and I was, I, they scanned it, and they're like, you're not in California. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my gosh. So, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> I thought I was not San The America. ocean's on the wrong side. <laughs> but I would definitely recommend this because, like you said, you don't have to pay extra. And it's really laid back, and it's perfect for little kids. Ferris would love it. Yeah, all the, and all there the is, iridescent characters and
0: and just to make a point that the uh, the dates uh, currently uh, October 10th and the 11th October 17th and the 18th 24th 25th 30th and the 31st all beginning at 12 noon so uh, not as many dates as uh, you see for Mickey's not so scary but um, still you know, it looks like they're doing weekends
3: yeah and it's it was popular. It filled up. I mean, there was quite a few people there.
0: Was it uncomfortably per- no, crowded?
3: No, 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 not at all. We tell people here
6: you get bananas it re- and
3: peanut butter. <laughs> peanut butter. That's just so bizarre. Mayonnaise? It's mayonnaise. She turned around.
2: They gave me mayonnaise. Said,
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's a low budget thing, <laughs> but I think it's definitely worth it if you've got children, you know, seven, eight, nine, younger. And that was mainly the people that were there with a few teens running through. But most of the teens were over at Manta and Atlantis and, you know, all the other
0: stuff. So on a scale of 1 to 10?
3: We're going back. I'd give it an 8.
0: Wow. Wow. So you would recommend this to people?
3: Yes, I would. And especially if you have an annual pass, you know, why not just go back again?
0: I love SeaWorld. Honestly, I love SeaWorld. It's a great park.
3: You know what? It's not one of my favorite things. Really? I, I don't like... The smelly, fishy areas. I I have, gotta, I g- have issues with that. <laughs>
0: well, I got to tell you though, I think, I think it's one of the most beautiful theme parks oh, yeah. I've ever seen. Um, and even the one out in, uh, I thought the one out in San Diego was gorgeous.
3: Oh yeah, I enjoyed. And
0: them. Uh, I think they have. I think they their fast food is really good. I think their fast food arguably is the best of any of the theme parks in Orlando. Um, they're always running specials. There's always uh, sales on their merchandise. Um, and if you do get an annual pass, the discounts you get with it are crazy.
3: They did have some Halloween merchandise too. They had T-shirts, Halloween T-shirts, um, a few other little trinket items. It wasn't really expensive. I saw a T-shirt for ten bucks for a kid, which is I think reasonable.
0: this is especially like a right now for people that you know don't want to spend. What is it now for Mickey's Not So Scary? How much are people spending to get into that?
3: It's like sixty bucks or something. Yeah,
5: depending on when you go, if you get a discount, about $60. that's crazy. Now we didn't talk about this in the news or anything, but. It looks like it's a done deal with SeaWorld being bought by Universal.
0: Well, it's b- by Blackstone. Yeah. Um, which Blackwater, is, as Kevin says. And they're, Blackwater. <laughs> yeah. There, well, there are some concerns. There are some concerns over whether or not uh, there are clauses in the contract that uh, Blackstone has with uh, Universal about what they can do with other theme parks, whether or not uh, they will make this uh, uh, a joint effort between Universal, Blackstone, uh, and, and SeaWorld. Remains to be seen, uh, but, uh, you know, if, if, as long as they, which looks like they will work out the contractual issues, um, could be interesting, could be very, very interesting. I think it'll be, uh, I think it, it would be a good opportunity for them.
5: Yeah, interesting to see what they do with this type of stuff, if that does happen, if they're willing to cannibalize. You know Halloween Horror Nights, which is their big money maker. I don't think they w-
0: I don't think it would be cannibalization because they're such different products. products.
3: totally different. And I just as a side note, I was um, sitting talking to someone that had been to this over since it started, and she said she's been coming for four or five years. They've been doing this, and she said it has gone downhill every year. Really? Which I had nothing to compare it to. Right. I and um, she said the the quantity of what you're getting is less than it used to be. So. Yeah,
0: but you see, I can I can almost I'm almost okay with that to a point because they're not charging you right. extra. Right. right, this is a a value added thing. I have a problem with Disney charging sixty dollars to get into Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party and then handing out lots of crap. Yeah, when All you right. raise your prices and give less, that's right. the problem, I should
6: have brought the bag of candy that we.
0: Which got. Disney I'm has raised to that. an art form, doing that.
6: I'm also
5: a little disappointed if Shamu wasn't. Performing during this see I don't
3: know that I knew that's where we were down there in the you know the Shamu area but that that thing looked like it was there to stay for the weekend it looked so, like it was permanent in yeah. your
5: picture so that yeah. would be something that would people I think would be disappointed not to see Shamu right.
3: but I think it's worth it definitely we, we, we are going back Stella asked me if we could and we will I mean it's well, it's a cheap that, weekend it's well, a cheap your, day there's
0: yeah. your uh, there, there's your review right there Stella right. wants to go back you know yeah. and uh, awesome so. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for that, Teresa. Very, uh,
3: sure.
0: very good to hear that it was, a, it was a good event.
3: But we won't be spending the night at the sleepover.
0: <laughs> All right. Next up, uh, something that uh, we haven't done in a while and I thought would be fun to dust off and do it up again uh, is Forum Watch. Now, for those who don't know what that is, this is when I ask everybody at the table to go scour through the disboards for interesting threads that they would like to just talk about um, on the show. Um, I'm going to start off with doing something I've never done before, and I want to talk about the stats for Disboards.com for September because it was a, it just amazes me how the traffic for those boards literally by thirty or forty percent a year. It's crazy, and that's why, folks, if you're having trouble with speed issues on the boards, it's a volume issue. It's a volume issue we're trying to address. So, um, and here's and here here exactly is. The reason why two point three million visits in September generated thirty one million page views—that's staggering. Hello. Wow. average time on site nineteen minutes, which for a we- any website, the average is about three, three or four minutes is considered really? good. Uh, average uh, length of stay. Uh, so to get you know four times that, five times that is awesome. And uh, the average visitor viewed fourteen separate pages. That doesn't mean. And that doesn't mean that uh, when you go from page one to page two in a thread, that doesn't count as a page. This is you've viewed 14 threads or 14 different forums. Wow. Wow. So you've got <laughs> a lot of people moving around and, and looking at a lot of stuff. What do you think, John's staring at you. John, you can't. I didn't get, see it, honestly. Uh, go ahead. Um, <laughs> what do you think, in order, are the top five forums on the board, starting with number five?
5: As in the five being the least.
0: Five, right. Number one being the most visited, number five uh, being number five on the list, not the least visited forum on the site. But
5: five on the
6: list.
0: I'm looking at the top five forums in terms of traffic. What do you think the number five forum would be?
3: The family one.
0: Nope. Restaurants. Restaurants is correct. Number four.
3: Kevin knows. Disabilities.
0: Nope. Resorts. Resorts. Number three. parks. Nope. Community. Cruise
1: line budget
0: budget board this and let me tell you something the budget board has exploded this year.
5: Wonder budget why. board
0: was normally um, a top twenty board for a long time, and in the past year it has and there have been months where budget has been number two, which is is interesting. Um, number two, what do you think that is? Theme parks. Nope. Community. 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 Community theme parks number one by a mile.
5: I thought community view one, but theme
0: parks. No, nope. uh, theme parks actually is double what community is. Um, theme parks by far. Uh, no, what is biggest, community? The community Explain board is kind of a, it's a Whatever. catch-all board. Uh, you don't have to talk about your Disney, cats, Teresa. Yeah. Oh, you don't have to talk about <laughs> Disney. <You don't laughs> I go there
3: and talk about my cats.
0: Talk about all sorts of stuff. Cool. The only thing is that we don't, you know, John and Kate plus eight.
3: <laughs> Can I talk about John?
0: John, sure. <laughs> if you want to get fired, sure. okay. <laughs> um, so I thought I would uh, would include those uh, that information because I think people always are interested.
6: I don't want anybody about talking about John and Kate plus eight. I want them to go away. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so, all right, we're gonna. Who would like to start with their forum watch? I'll go. I um, I was recently in the market for a new camera, so I found myself on the photography board a little bit. Um, I did buy one. I bought a, the Canon EOS 7D. I don't have it yet because it hasn't been. Um, delivered so i should get it next week so i found this thread it was started in 2006 by carol c and it's titled show me photos an average tourist might not take now there are 165 pages to this thread (laughs) from 2006 so it was really interesting to go through and look at all these um she wrote i imagine many people who take pictures at disney theme parks have some common shots views of an entire building example the castle spaceship earth sorcerer mickey hat Um, or characters, you know, Mickey Mouse as much as possible, well, show me what you've done that is more unusual, something that most people would not think of taking. Some thoughts, common things from uncommon angles, common things but captured in macro lens, cue art zoomed in closely, lanterns, water fountains, fence posts, door posts, ironwork, wheels, tires, spokes. And this is a really, really cool thread to just go through and browse. Just looking at people's photos. I love I, threads like that. I, I love it. I mean, there are so many creative ideas in there that I just can't wait to take my new camera to the park and try to get some of these cool shots. Well, or just lo- looking for uncommon things.
0: I'll tell you, the photography board in general. I mean, really, it, it's not. In terms of traffic, it's not a huge board, but it is so helpful. Um, if you have, if you want tips like Corey's talking about here, um, just to get some advice on how to use your camera. got a lot of really great experts
4: on that on that board like what types of lenses to take in the parks you know because do you really want to be in the park with a a, a lens bag no you kind of want to bring one lens with you Mm -hmm. it's different threads for different types of cameras you know you have your canon thread you have your your nikon thread your sony thread it's great you know it's
3: yeah is there there like disposable camera thread
4: I'm sure they do.
5: (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised to debate the different cameras, like mine's better than yours, type of thing.
4: No, I I, I think
0: (laughs) honestly, I don't think I've ever heard of a problem on the photography board. Yeah, really and truly, I've never heard of a problem with any type
4: of camera. You're going to have, you know, they'll say this one is better than this one in this way, but you know, yours has this which mine does not have. So I, I, I was. I was checking reviews for like four days straight you know, on this board, on um, other photography boards, before I made my final decision. Cool. Yeah. And
0: uh, just to let everybody know, we will have links on the show notes page to all these uh, threads that we're talking about. So thank you for that, Corey. Who wants to go next?
6: I will. Mine is from the tip board. And I apologize. I didn't write down who the person who started it was. But the thread is called What to Avoid and it's tips on what to avoid in theme parks. And what I, th- I read through most of it, I've sort of been keeping track of it, and what I find really humorous is that pretty much everything in every theme park is mentioned.
3: Wow.
6: <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So if you read through the thread, every attraction in the Magic Kingdom, every restaurant in the Magic Kingdom... Should be avoided. Should be avoided, <laughs> according to someone. So I think if you're here Christmas week, you should take these people's advice and avoid the, avoid the parks. I'm kidding. Um, I just think it's one of those things that I, I guess I've always approached the magic kingdom as an adventure and you kind of find out for yourself. I can't imagine taking any of this thread seriously and listening to what anybody told me to avoid.
5: However, I think it's, I, I think it's, a uh, uh sociology experiment is what it is because you talk to people who have this, people get there and they get vehement about this is the best thing in Walt Disney World. Wait, this what is was that l-
4: word? Vehement? Vehement. Right? Vehement. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said
0: vehement. <laughs> I you probably did. did. <laughs> <laughs>
5: they get so wrapped up in this is the best thing at Walt Disney World. This is the worst thing at Walt Disney World. I thought like this shows you that it's all opinion. Right it's just what well, it's the same party. thing
0: sitting around the table, I mean right. you know one one person likes something, somebody else doesn't, um, but like
5: I said, you get these things where people get so upset about, "I have to eat here because everyone says it's so good it, it's just people's opinion,
0: well, I think a thread like that is good for you know as long as they're explaining right. why a particular person is explaining why they don't like something, you know there may be valid reasons that if you've got a, a kid a, a three year old you want to avoid this. So.
6: Right. The last post I read before I left today, I was checking this out, and someone said, I would avoid S- the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse at night because well, basically all it is is stairs. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> You're climbing up in the dark and down in the dark. And they said they went up in it, and they came down it, and they had no idea what they were looking at because it was all dark. <laughs> and I thought that was funny. But the other ones well, you know, don't go see this because it's just dumb. Somebody didn't think you should go see the Hall of Presidents because it's boring. And I think to myself, what's a trip to the Magic Kingdom without visiting the Hall of Presidents?
3: Well, I bet Stitch was on there. Stitch's
6: Great Escape? Yeah. yeah Stitch's Great Escape seems to be um, universally not liked. And Hate I think it. it's okay. It. I.
3: It's okay. It, it's...
6: Is it something I would... It, I mean, I don't rush from the main gate to get in line, but it's not something I would... you can
3: say it, Kevin. You
6: know, <laughs> rope drop, <laughs> screaming through the park, I've got to get on the stage. But I guess I, I guess I can't imagine people going to the parks and avoiding anything. I, I just can't. I mean, I do restaurant reviews and I try and I say it as often as possible. It's my opinion. Go find out for yourself. Go make your own opinion. So I can't imagine a, a first-time visitor reading through this thread and thinking to themselves, gosh, I won't go see any of this then. Because eventually you'll find that somebody, it's like when they do which is the best restaurant or which is the worst restaurant in the in the world. Eventually they all get mentioned. Some of them get mentioned more than others, but eventually they all do, and for different reasons. So my opinion is, go find out for yourself. You paid to get into the park. It's not a make-or-break thing. I can understand if you have a child who's afraid of loud noises, or you have somebody who has a bad back, then you shouldn't ride dinosaur. I think all of those things are legitimate. Those are a little posted outside. Those are little signs. Read those signs.
4: I think it's good just to be able to look through a list of you know a, a thread of what people don't like and choose for yourself. And then there are threads on the opposite end of you know overlooked, unknown, and uncommon areas at the parks. Right.
6: I think that's good. We talk about that all the time. Stop and look at the details. Mm -hmm. You know, Go in something that you wouldn't normally or that you would rush by. So I think I I agree with those. Those are kind of, in my opinion, that's a more positive thing. I took this as kind of negative other than the ones who said, you know, if you've got a bad back, don't ride dinosaur and don't walk up the stairs in the dark because you're not going to see anything. I think that's a good tip. But for the most part, it just came across as I can't imagine anybody paying that much money and then coming up with a list of things that they should avoid. So.
0: Okay. Well, thank you for that, Kevin. John, what do you have?
5: Uh, you mentioned the budget board. Mine's off of the budget board. I like to go and browse that board because I find kindred spirits over there, fellow cheapskates <laughs> like myself.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't call them cheapskates. I, people that are trying to be very creative budget with how minded, they budget their money right. and, in order to take a vacation. So,
5: um, One of the things I like about the board is that how they really seem to really want to help each other and have this sense of I really want other people to succeed in their goals of saving money because obviously it's a tough economy and obviously people are suffering but all these people have you know the love of Disney in mind so they all want to try to help each other get through saving money so they can all go to Disney. And one of the things they do every month is they do a no buy thread.
3: Okay, I must be a genius. I have the same one.
5: Do you really? Yeah. The no no buy, buy October. No buy October. Yeah. I, I think it's a great thread. And um, what is it? What it's they cool. do is every month they sort of make a pledge to say this month I'm not going to spend anything that's frivolous. I'm not going to spend anything spend on anything that's not necessary.
4: It's a monthly resolution like a new right.
1: year's resolution well what they every do month. is they
5: kind of start fresh every month oh this month last month I didn't make it I bought something or this month I'm going to do it again hmm. and, and let me just I'll read through real quick what the original post says and then it's all people supporting each other I faltered and I bought this by mistake well start again or I wanted to buy this and I didn't because I knew I couldn't afford
6: it so they sort of uh, help each other out my skin is burning just thinking about it
4: what does that mean like <laughs> pete saying i will not go to best buy in october <laughs> i have not been to best buy since i have been home from australia and that's <gasps> huge
3: really
0: uh, well i have to go tomorrow but
5: <laughs> the purpose of this thread is to try to control your unnecessary spending some call it the $100 habit where you go for a carton of milk and come home out of the store with a shopping cartload mm. of stuff you didn't really need
0: that sounds familiar
5: How you do this is up to you and your circumstances. Post your budget, personal or household, and any exceptions. Then your goal is to try to stick to it. Remember that you have to come here and confess. You can post daily if you need to or just as often as you'd like. Some find posting daily keeps them on track. If you're starting out with a budget, most would agree. That's brilliant. Most would agree the first step is write down everything you buy, then critically look at what you're literally throwing away your money on. Some of us try to have as many days as possible where you're spending zero dollars, teaching us to plan.
0: Impossible.
5: Teaching us to plan our spending. Possible. And saving our wallets from those daily stops at fast food restaurants.
0: I'm spending money while I'm sleeping.
3: <laughs> this is really interesting, though. That's why I picked it too. I mean, because it hits home for a mass of people. Yeah. At this point, see,
0: and- I, I love stuff like this. I think stuff like this is so helpful. You know it's really creative, and it's really helpful. And these, you know, th- this is an example of I think the boards uh, being used at their best.
5: I also think this is a microcosm of what we're going through, what the world is going through, not just the nation. And you talk about, well, what, when is when is the economy going to turn around? When are we going to see an economic? Um, uh, a place where the economy is now back on track well it 's not going to get back on track until people individually fix their own finances. Yeah. so once you fix your own finances, then you feel more comfortable to go and spend right and so I think that this is a really good way of looking at how does you know where you know you wait for something to happen where the economy turns around the stock market go up or yeah. something go on say so, yeah, well, this is a way for you to be empowered.
3: What I liked about this is it made me realize i 'm not the only one go in there and spending $300 on a gallon of milk.
6: Yeah. Yeah. And oh, we know. joke about that all the time. Oh, it's crazy.
0: It it's,
3: happens. It'll happen today I, I when I leave. I swear here. to
0: god. I swear to god they pump something in the air in Publix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cuz I will go in, I would literally will go in there for a couple of things and walk out spending 2 or $300. And yeah. mm-hmm. I,
6: do I it every joke time. that Publix is a native American word for $100. Yeah. <laughs> Corey
2: is the only person that I know that can go there and only buy the things that he's really? needs to get. I'll,
3: yes. I'll go in with a list. And still get it, and I th- know what aisle everything is on. And well, I'll do it by not Buy one, advanced. get one freeze I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, well, well, I'm gonna buy that thing. anyway. Next w- week, I might as well get it now. Right, six right. of it. Publix <laughs> is one
5: of the, one <laughs> exactly. of the few companies that's actually doing well in this recession. Uh, yeah, we're helping them, and it's a, it's a testament to their in-store marketing abilities. Oh, yeah. Incredible. Their end caps are beautiful. Their displays. Their sales are right on target. I got to tell you, their they're
2: workers, f- their the workers nice are they
6: really
1: fantastic.
6: I won't shop anyplace else. No, neither will
1: I. I hate shopping. I hate shopping. There's nothing I'd rather not do. But Publix, it's just not bad. Oh, yeah. No. People are nice. It's all laid out well.
6: They have buy one, get one, freeze every week. Yeah. Now, as long as you've got a place to store stuff like that, I mean, I buy, every once in a while, they have Hellman's mayonnaise. Buy one. That's
5: the grossest mayonnaise on the
2: planet. Mirror that Miracle Whip.
6: That's the only thing we buy. It's the only thing we buy. I like it. But... It's 450 a, a, a bottle. Yeah. So if I'm buying one and getting one free, I'm willing to sit on that extra bottle well, for yes. a while.
5: I went back this week because we went and there were they had Dial, uh, dial soap three pack yep. for a
3: dollar. Got it. So I went back and I stocked up for seven Dwarfs lane. Yeah. Yeah. Or I mean Aquafina water. Was it week before last? Oh my gosh. It was like 13 cents for a bottle.
0: You know. Yeah, this isn't going to help, though, okay. anybody Planning <laughs> a trip to Disney. But so.
3: But the budget, I mean, this, right. this particular just Fixing thing. your budget
5: makes you be able to
3: afford those trips to Disney. Yeah. So
5: check out the budget board.
0: Absolutely.
6: All right, thank you for that, John. Teresa doesn't was, have one that now. That was mine, yeah. Sorry. It's okay. One that of the tips I always time. hear on that is that people <laughs> sell, sell, go through your house and find the stuff you don't need and sell it on eBay. I find that people talk about having garage sales and stuff. The few garage sales that I've ever been a part of, people, you put, mark stuff a dollar and they want to offer you a dime. At some point, it, it took it was worth more than 10 cents for me to take it out, clean it up, put yeah. it out on the sidewalk with a price tag on it, and you're going to haggle with me for a dime?
5: Especially eBay when it comes to things like Disney, because Disney there are right. people out there searching for that.
6: So, I mean, I would... I think that's a great idea. Not only does that help you organize your life and organize your house, it puts money in your pocket. So I think that's a, always – I always think that's a good advice, good advice to people. Cool. Um,
0: Julie, do you have one? Okay. Three, um, two, one. All right. Julie, what do you have?
2: It's the overlooked unknown and unusual must-dos. It's post, it was started by Spoonful of Sugar and she's planning a trip where she's taking her sister on a surprise first vacation to Disney World and is trying to come up with a list of at least 20 things for each theme park she wants a not so common must do's and secret spots Hmm. Um, quirky things that first timers wouldn't think of and that they would like to experience in the park in a different way in a more involved way she has a couple of ideas and there are some people who suggested some things to her Um, this is Luna PNP Responded and said Go into Town Square Exposition Hall In the Magic Kingdom Go to the very back And it's like an old movie theater And they have large cutouts From the old movies That you can take pictures with I thought that was cute And it's free
5: mm-hmm. <laughs> That's also a place Where it's nice and cool Yeah right. And and go back crowded. there And just relax
0: Nobody's ever back there
2: And then um, Another person Pirate D Suggested to Put your image In your own video At Interventions and she said they had a class doing the movements and playing the game. Um, and they emailed the video to yourself. You can see it when you get back home. You know, I'm a person who, who like, shuns interventions. I don't go in there <laughs> unless I need to cool off.
5: It's like for me, you get spit out of that ride right outside. Pew! You go right past
2: that 's exactly right, but there's tons of different things that people listed that you can go through it's it 's over ten pages long, so
6: I found something similar on the tips board, and it was ways to tour the park for people who had been several times, and one of them was to take a picture in every doorway you come to somebody else we we talk about drink around the world. This is a similar thing. What could you do around any of the theme parks where you could may have like uh, almost like a scavenger hunt and do it all, and you come out with photos. Of something that you haven't taken a picture of Everybody's got the picture of the castle It kind of ties all of these together And it's just a list of ways It's on the theme parks board And it's called um, special touring tips Or special touring or something like that And I think
4: that's a cute idea
6: Especially for people who have been here a lot
4: One of my favorite first timer things Is to have someone try Beverly at Epcot and the ice uh, oh, oh, station cooler right? the, like taste this one it's cool. the best yeah this is a, uh, an area yeah. in Epcot where you can go and get some free
0: soda some samples of soda from around, around, the, around the world, world. Yeah. and Beverly where's that which one is that Italy. from? Italy it's, it is nasty the grossest theater yeah. Beverly is nasty but it's a good first timer
4: thing mm. have someone try that
0: I gotta try and get some uh, uh, I, I, they have a, a, a soda in Australia um, it's a it's a carbonated lemon drink called Lift. Lyft it's made by Coca-Cola. We have nothing like it here. I've got to find a way to get this stuff is unbelievable. It's so good. It was like, oh, my God, this is the best soda ever. But, you know, they call Sprite lemonade. They call uh, Sprite is lemonade. And when you order a lemonade in Australia, you get a Sprite. Interesting. And they think it's disgusting the way we make lemonade here <laughs> you know, with, the, with lemons and sugar. That's <laughs> like apparently like vile to them. This from the people who put beets on there burgers, but... All right, well, thank you for that, Julie. Uh,
1: Walter. I have one, but I haven't done this before, so I wasn't sure exactly what you were looking for. I went on the camping at WDW boards, because we always have such a good time. That's a great, great community on that board. It seemed like it, from what I, I could tell. The uh, thread I got on was uh, the loop conversion prog- progress, because, you know, they're shutting down different areas, redoing them. Over at Fort Wilderness. At Fort Wilderness, yes. And I got one that was from Railman, um, and he said, because there's not that many things that are pet-friendly at Disney, and he was talking about if you go to one of the pet areas at uh, Fort Wilderness, and he said the pet and non-pet areas are just for uh, planning purposes. If you go and the pet area is full, they'll let you stay at a non-pet area. Because he was saying he couldn't imagine going without his uh, his girls, I guess his dogs. And uh, he went and it was full, and they put him in another spot. Neither
0: that or his children are very unattractive. <laughs>
1: And he was saying how he didn't have a problem. The neighbors next to him didn't have a problem. It was just it seemed like a lot of people were trying to help each other out as far as camping goes. That seems like a, a really close-knit. Well, group.
0: that same that same attitude that we've talked about at Fort Wilderness, that, that sense when of community, there, right? yes. when you're staying there, really does translate onto that board. I've got to be honest. It's one of the friendliest, most helpful forums I think we have on the Diz. And they have a lot of – there's a lot of people who are right on top of everything going on at Fort Wilderness. Um, really and truly, I'm, that's one of those boards that
1: uh, I, I'm, really, I'm really proud to see on the site. I would love to try to bring uh, Gracie the bird and Max the dog, but I know they sort of have separation anxiety if we were to leave them in the cabin. So,
0: Yeah, no. 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 No, Max couldn't do it. And I
1: think
2: Gracie think so loud. <laughs>
0: she's very loud, yeah. yeah I, don't no, think the I, think allow, I don't think they'd allow
1: a bird. I think they would burn us down we had Gracie there. Well, I don't think they'd allow it. I well,
2: really don't. I well, think
4: dogs
0: and cats are fine, but I think exotic pets, wouldn't. Well, you can they wouldn't, take cats? Really? Um, I imagine, but I'm well, just saying that. i
2: with cats. As long as or they're least trained.
0: Cool. I didn't know. Either. I don't know. I don't know, but. i right. dressed up.
3: <laughs> he has a camping outfit. <laughs>
0: I have no doubt. All right, well, thank you for that, Walter. And as I mentioned, all of these uh, uh, threads that we've discussed will be linked on the show notes page, podcast.wwinfo.com. You can also sign up there for our newsletter. Uh, go visit the archives if you want to l- uh, listen to any of the back shows all the way back to the very beginning. Um, show number, well, show number one uh, of, of the roundtable yeah. format. I know a lot of people have been asking me for the original originals. No, no,
6: no, no. We have a lot of people who aren't sure who those people were. <laughs> I get that question a lot. Who are those people? Who, Nancy and Gordon.
0: Um, but uh, so, again, you'll find that podcast dot www.info.com and that is going to do it for our show for this week we hope you enjoyed it we'll be back with you again next week with another edition of the Diz Unplugged thanks for listening everybody have a great week and remember stay out of the damn lakes